0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by HeartSong Herbs. HeartSong Herbs is a farm and apothecary based in Athens, Georgia. They are proudly part of a growing movement of regenerative agriculture farming that prioritizes soil health to grow beyond organic. Founder Dana Nevins produces herbal tinctures and beauty care products with the vigor and potency of plants found as they grow in the wild right outside of her door. This high-quality herbal medicine is available in 2-ounce formulas that aid in everything from immune support to anxiety relief. Find HeartSong Herbs at various Athens retailers or online at www.HeartSongHerbs.com. That is www.HeartSongHerbs.com. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Paper Boutique. Being part of someone's special day is going to be part of making lasting memories. At the Paper Boutique, inspiration and passion comes from the stories and personalities of their clients. Whether it's a business party celebrating a milestone, a baby shower for someone who has waited her whole life to be called mommy, or even high school sweethearts who knew that they would be together forever. The Paper Boutique create custom Invitations for any and every type of special event, including holiday parties, wedding invitations, baby announcements, and save the dates. Please visit their online store at gtrbusinesssystems.com slash paperboutique or follow the link in the description below. Again, that is gtrbusinesssystems.com slash the paperboutique or follow the link in the descriptions below. I heard of this is how we do sharing tips bring guests got the knowledge on deck everything you need to know it's on check say yes based in georgia and we hoping that you tune in Learn together we can do this hello and welcome back to the Cozy Bear farms podcast we are going to continue this propagation course and today the next set of lessons or courses or whatever I want to call this, we're going to be talking about propagation tools and equipment. So there's so much that goes into tools and equipments when it comes to propagation that I broke this down into different parts. So the first part we're going to talk about is the equipment that you're going to need for seeds and cuttings. So we're going to dive into this. I'm going to list out seven different tools that you're going to need or you might need when it comes to seeding, or cuttings, or just dealing with seeds and cuttings in general, and in the next part, we'll talk about another set of tools that you will need when it comes to propagating, so let's dive into it, number one, hard word for me to say, sieves, sieves, I don't know, dude, I suck at pronouncing words, It's spelled S-I-E-V-E-S, and basically is used to help for cleaning seeds when you're doing home gathering so it's basically just like a little mesh pot that you will run water through when you're out and you're collecting seeds from probably your home garden or out in the woods collecting seeds, those seeds are gonna be really, really dirty. So you don't want to just put them into some soil mix and hope that they grow. You're gonna to need to wash them through something. And so this little thing that's like a mesh pot is really great because you can just put all your seeds into it, run water through, it will strain it out, and you will have fresh, clean seeds. So for example, if you wanna get pumpkin seeds, You know when you take pumpkin seeds out, it has all those little pumpkin guts on it and you're going to want to wash those off. So this little thing, this little mesh pot is really good to help with that. Number two is the dibbles or dibblers. I like to call them dibblers it sound like gibblers but dibblers this is a tool used to make holes in the soil or soil mix for seeds or cuttings so you it's basically those like a little spike that you just plunge into the soil to make a hole and you can either to drop your seeds in it if they're really big seeds or if you have transplants you can put transplants into those holes and pack them into your um, soil or if you're dealing with a uh, soil mix and you're trying to seed into uh, trays or you're trying to put cuttings into um, trays they have smaller little dibblers that's not going to make a giant hole in it it'll just make like a little tiny hole where you can drop seeds in it or they have some that will make deeper holes where you can put full-on cuttings into it next tool is a seed sower so this is, these are just devices that are used to sow seeds into the soil or in your soil mix. So for example, I talked about this before on other episodes of the podcast. One example of a seed sower is the jang seeder. The next one is called a, a wheeled sower. And you can look that up. It's basically like a little wheel that you would just roll across on soil mix and it would drop seeds into the ground. And then the next one is one that you might use when it's dealing with soil mix and you're um, doing your trays. It's a handheld sewer. And it basically does like a little tiny, mm, it's kind of hard to explain. It has one little nose where all the seeds will go throughout and it will just send them out one by one. But my favorite when it comes to seed sowers is the Jane Cedar, of course. Next one, number four, are plant labels. So plant labels can be anything. They could be popsicle sticks. They could be plastic strips. Uh, You can use aluminum strips. You can use anything for plant labels. The main reason you will want a plant label is just to keep track of your plants while they're in the trays growing because I don't care who you are. You're not really going to know what that plant is until it gets past the cotyledon stage. And the cotyledon stage is when the plants look like little earlobes coming up. All of them look the same. And you're not going to know exactly what that plant is until it gets past its true leaf stage. And even on that stage, sometimes you still don't know what that plant might be. So it's good to label. When you're labeling, I suggest that you write down the variety of whatever you put in that tray. And the date, so if you're doing vegetables, say that you are doing broccoli, I will label it as uh the variety with the variety off the top of my head. I would pick emerald crown, and maybe you might want to put broccoli if you can't remember the variety with the species, so you might want to write emerald crown slash broccoli and then write the date above that so that you know when you started it. And you would know, uh, you will know how long it's been in the tray before you go transplant it. So plant labels are good. The next tool is one that anybody can do at their home. You can, you can use this anywhere. It's called a planting board. So this is really used for home gardeners when they're dealing with their raised beds. Planting boards are basically narrow boards that are. Sometimes they're 10 feet long or sometimes they can be five feet long. It just depends on whatever you want to do. And they're marked every inch so that you know how far apart you can space out your stuff. So you can use a ruler if you want to, or you can use a yard measuring stick if you want to. Or you can make your own planting board where you're just marking it either by every inch Or you can mark it by every foot, however you want to, just so you know how far apart you plant your stuff if you're not really that good with spacing. Next tool on the list are knives and cutters. So knives, you basically use when you're trying to harvest your stuff. Um, Cutters will basically be used if you're trying to go out and get cuttings of stuff, Or if you're trying to do some pruning. So with tomato plants, you're going to be doing a lot of pruning. So you want to use cutters for that. And then also with knives, if you're growing a lot of squash, you're probably going to be using knives to harvest some squash. And then again, if you're trying to get some cuttings, like say you want to get some maple tree cuttings, you might want to use cutters to get those cuttings and not a knife. And the last tool on the list to finish out this part is a paintbrush, which is very shocking. Paintbrushes are very good when it comes to hand pollinating. So you can take a small paintbrush with very fine, soft bristles, and you can do your own hand pollinating to help with the seed set of your flower. If you don't want to wait for the bees to do it, you can do it on your own, but I highly suggest you let Mother Nature take care of that. But That's all the tools that we have for this part when it comes to, when it comes for the equipment dealing with seeds and cuttings. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Hit that like and subscribe button and I will talk to you guys later. Cozy is out.